the atmosphere of all the Irish fans and it was just incredible to see those green jerseys walking around like really and truly Irish fans Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app Okay, it's uh, time for the All-Ireland Senior Football Championship final build-up. We've done the hurling last week. It's Dublin versus Kerry this weekend in the football. And, of course, uh, a man familiar to a lot of Dublin GA fans and known to many in Dublin GA circles is Dublin Jerry. Dublin Jerry, Francis Martin Gowran, we're going with the full name. Correct, yeah. Dublin Jerry, Francis Martin Gowran. You've been going to Dublin matches, what, since... What's the first... What's your first memory, I suppose, of a Dublin match, Jerry? 58. The usual procedure, your dad used to bring you down and throw you in over the turnstiles, you know. <laughs> that was me starting. My father played for Westmead for a while, played a few league matches, so it was in the DNA. And then the relationship used to move from the country, from Westmead, and go to the match, stay my mother's overnight. If they're going for it, and it a lot of men grade at the time, used to stay my mother's more or less the halfway house, you know. Yes. And then the first cousin, uh, brother Larry, he died there two years ago. He trained the Amar Miners in 92. For beating two five to ten by uh, Mead. So there's a lot of GA. There's a great man up the north, McKenna Coach, McRory Cup. She's in all my CBS for years. She's a fantastic name up the north, you know. We got Sportsman of the Year thing twice up there, you know. Done great work with the colleges and Belfast with the underprivileged kids, years of service. Great, great man, yeah. That'll be first cousin of mine, yeah. So it's in the DNA, so I'm going ever since. Fully runs in the blood then. And you would have gone to Vincent's in Glasnevin what, as, a, as a kid? Yeah, Vincent's, yeah. Vincent's great school for the GEA. Christian Brothers never done any harm in me. Only for doubt them. I don't think I would have kicked off because the, the only uh, teachers probably with families and all. So they were dedicated. Christian Brothers were dedicated. Brother Monster, Brother Bork, and Brother Cal, you know. Really, I, I played a whole and football and handball, so I kind of got the, the handy homework, you know. And the yeah. Fianna would have been your club? Oh, straight in the Fianna, yeah. Yeah, that was the, that was the conveyor belt. Right? I think Desi and J.O. played, but J.O. went to school with all J.O.'s uncles. They lived in Pisbury, you know. So, uh, under 16, few and I under 16 and mine. That was around the 66, 67. So that was the enemy GEA. We went for tries with Dublin for the minor, and uh, we don't remember we were going out to Rahini Park, but we didn't get... I didn't get the call. I believe David Hickey got more he spawned the team. <laughs> but he done well. He done well, so I won't be grudging that. <laughs> he did okay in fairness to him in, in, in the end up. Yeah. Hey, what sort of memories would you have had then going to Dublin matches in Croke? Even in the 80s, even the 70s and 80s, the 80s especially, I suppose the 12 Apostles jumped straight to straight to mind. Yeah. I was great with the atmosphere. Yeah. With the tickets now, you know, it's all technology now. They're all of their iPhones. I'm just the old... I never move with the times technology. But uh, I was great for the horse and carriages that time, and we we take it all out and the colours go down town for an hour or two. Then into the pub for a few points, you know. I think the handball alley was there that time, and then a few points after the match. But as long as I'm going, I'm still going. Well, I never seen a row, never. And to be all drinking out in the street, and you know, all, there's no glassy glasses. All, all glass was glass. Mm. Never seen a row. Never seen a row inside Crow Park or outside it. That's been honest with you. As long as we ain't going, and that's a long time, yeah. yeah. So you have to respect the GA people. They're a special breed. There's no bad people in it, you know. They're all, as I said many times interviews, they're the biggest family in Ireland and long may continue. It doesn't matter what county you're from. Once you're in the GA, we've been all over the country, nobody say, you have your membership card. No, you're, just, you're in the GA, you're part of the team, you're part of the family. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all over the country. 
100%. P- people will, will recognise you from, from going to matches with your full Dublin regalia and gear on and the four in a row, five in a row, six in a row yeah. equipment. I suppose you, you've, you've probably spent a few quid on the, on the, on the gear and it, uh, over the years, I'd imagine you have that much of it. You have a lot of stuff, paraphernalia and books and programmes and souvenirs. Um, remember before the my years ago, I'm up in the bedroom, she says, son, you want to clear out this bedroom, you'll do your claustrophobia now. You scrub the cable and all this stuff. But I'm very proud to wear the suit. Please God, we ha- I haven't worn over since 2020 replay, but please God, now and certainly I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say I should be wearing a straight jacket, but I have a, a, a different their opinion on that one, you know. <laughs> That's what some people think. Uh, you're allowed to differ in your opinion there. Uh, has your, your match day going experience, you know, the pub you go to beforehand, that you know, the people you meet, has that all changed over the years, or have you kept fairly solid with, with how your match day looks? I know. Like years ago when we were single we used to be, geez, be drinking a six, six maybe seven or eight in the morning that's all changed mm-hmm. I don't have a drink before the match now I drive over and drive back now the Gibson was great when Jim was there going to the Gibson have a few points so you don't meet the players anymore it's mm-hmm. all too much security involved down the country was great I was down in Nolan Park and the fellas were out in the pitch for Cluxter was the last man in he's a changed man since he came back because years ago as you know we go straight to the tunnel but he you know, he's great. They're all great with the kids signing autographs, taking selfies. But you don't get that in Crow Park. It's all rush, rush, rush. It's all time. Where are the rushing to? You know. But down the country, is great. All the kids can get down on the pitch, get a photograph, get a signature, which is great. Especially for the kids, because they're the generation coming up now, you know. You know. What, what are your memories of uh, the Dublin-Kerry rivalry over the years? I suppose this is another rendition of it this weekend, but, but over the years it's been one that's, even in the mid-80s, those couple of finals that Kerry came on top of, it's always been a, a bitter enough rivalry, and it, it, but, but also a bit of respect there as well. Oh yeah, total respect, yeah. yeah the O'Shea's, the Donahue's, the Gills, I know them all. Great, great to meet them away from Crow Park, have a few points to crack on the banter, you know. But part of the O'Shea, got to him, said, said to me one time, you know Dublin, Jerry Boy? You will never win an All Ireland property boy till you beat Kerry in the final. So, two eleven that night in the border, we came out and bought me a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another great statement. Hardy uh, said to me, "says You know, Jerry Dubai, one All Ireland in the back pocket is good as ten boy." Another great statement. Our great Jimmy Caveney, the great great Jimmy Caveney, made a great statement years ago, and I still use it to today. It's not the medals at home that draw; it's the people you meet. And what? And he's 110% correct in making that statement. Yeah, I've met hundreds all over the country, yeah, and remain good friends with them, you know. That's a, that's a very true statement, to be fair to Jimmy. Uh, that, that gap, I, I guess, Jerry, from, from 95 to 2011, and, and that Cluxton kick um, must have been just an unbelievable sense of relief. When, first of all, when the kick went over, but also just that whole day and week afterwards, you know, to celebrate winning All Ireland. 16 years was a nice gap for Dublin, you know. Well, 83, 12, a positive, yeah. Poor Atlanta was passed on. Mick Holden and the great Brian Mullins, they're three gone off that team. 70s are still going strong, thank you to God. Nobody passed away since that. But, uh, yeah, 95, you know, I, was, I used to go to training for years, but 95 was a special time because I went to all the training sessions. And them players have been together since 88, 89. Cork Bees in the 89 semi-final. But that was their course's last stand. Any of them players will tell you, Charlie Revent, Paddy Morden, Paul Clark, O'Leary. That was her last chance, 95, and they just got over the skin of their teeth because mm-hmm. they didn't go on to win another Leinster to 2 0 That's a seven-year gap. Meade beat them in 96, 97, so that was her last stand. 
I'd only got 92. Well, he got the Cork 89, semi final. 91, the four against Maid. 92, Dundee got semi. 93, Derry semi. 94, down the final. So, of course, it was last stand. They just got there. That group was together for a long, long time, you know. You know. What was going through your head when, when that Cluxton kick was sailing over in 2011? Well, I wrote a song. We never got anybody uh, to, to bring it out. It was a, um, we're over actually the next day after the match, you know. But, uh, the second last, the second last, third last pair goes uh, up the pitch. Looks so ran. He had a good look at the Sam. He says that's there was a butter three over. It was just at the dead. Eighty-two thousand had of red. One kick and the ball sailed over. There was hats and flags flying round men and women crying. I seen drunken people suddenly getting sober. Carried they were sadded up so with lad as soon as I heard them was over. Brian Cullen's 14th stone on muscle and bone. He led his team up those famous steps of Croker. And we all knew the last thing he had to do was to lift that Sam Hoy above his shoulders. Well, I missed the presentation. I was in doctor's medication. Three points and I just flipped over. Dr. David Hickey said to me, Dublin Jerry Francis Martin, can't you see? But he getting drunk. And with the name of Jason gets sober. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, Jesus, that's last. You definitely remember that kick so with a, with a, with a song like that. Yeah. And a brilliant rendition too, Jerry, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, like, I suppose it means more than beating, as Poddy said, you know, Dublin Kerry in a final just is what everyone wants. And this year, it's, it's what everyone wants as well. And the six in a row, there was all the talk of, oh, sure, Dublin have all the resources in the world. But then the, you've had the last couple of years of... Of, of no victories and, and all of a sudden I guess the hunger and appetite is back for, yeah. for Dublin players and fans yeah. well there's a very true saying my father anybody will tell you the wheel always comes around and it did come around last year the last kick 11 years since looks have put it over so it is true the wheel does come around but the year before that Mayo they got a, they got a handy 14 yarder made it a one point game and then the two shots at the 45 extra time that was it last year Sean O'Shea's super kick against the wind and the hill, looking up into the hill, and he nailed it. So, you know, there's only a kick of a ball, that's all there's in it. Now, we hadn't got Paul Mannion last year, Conor Callan, and who else is missing? Jack McCaffrey. So, them three are back this year. So, I'm confident, I'm not overconfident, but I reckon Dublin by three or four points. If we can keep the great David Clifford to about four points, you're halfway there. It'd be a good day's work. From a Dublin perspective, how do you look after David Clifford? What do you do with him? You don't do him anything. You can't mark him. Left and right. Just look at the points he scored against Steady. 45, 50 metres out. Just have to keep his toys you can to him, you know. The noise man marking him. He get about four or five. He can win his own ball, left or right foot. He can hold his man up. He's a super football, even though he's a Kenny man, but I'll give him a hundred one. You know, you'd have to admire him. You'd have to admire him. The skill he has, you know. He's, he's one of a kind. I've seen the gooch, all the great Kerry powers. He's up there at the top of my list at the moment anyway. Bad injury now, hopefully. It's going to be a great game. There won't be much in it. Hopefully the weather keeps up. And at the end of the day, the best team will win in the day. Can I ask you before we finish as well, Jerry? The, I was chatting to Sean Potts uh, in Piper's Corner there yesterday and, and he's a massive, massive, massive proponent and fan of James McCarthy. Oh, the, if, you, if, you had to pick, if you had to pick one player from... From say the, the era of seventies to nineties, and one player from from the current Dublin team, yeah. what which two are you picking? I know it's not an easy easy question, no. but would you've had players favorite players over the years? Uh, no, I wouldn't say favorite players, but it's very hard to just 
pick one man, you know. Mm. Shane was the only man bar trucks in the start of every All Ireland. You know, two semi finals last year. I know we got a black card at one of the years, but James, what an ambassador, what, a, what, a, what an athlete, you know. Just to go around does his business. But on Sunday, if James has a good game and Brian Fenton has a good game, that's the secret of the Dublin team, making them runs and open up the fence, like driving a wedge through, you know, hot night through butter. But well, we were able to train in session one night, and I brought the record boot with me. I said, James, come over here. I said, remember your man used to be on the hill, a great Limerick man. I met him a couple of times with the big black card, John 37. He said, I do a bit of a religious man. I said, yeah. I said, your father, I know Mommy Lloyd, he was a real John 37. He scored 37 against Carlin in 78 in the championship. That's my John 37. Now, we can't call you John 37 anymore because you've eight all over the medal, so please, God, next Sunday, I'll be calling it 3-9. <laughs> You're dead right. You're dead right. And there's history, isn't? I think Stephen Cluxton will be will he become the first footballer to win to win nine All Irelands if he can get over the line on, on Sunday. I'm open to correction on that, but certainly the man is just a an unstoppable force, isn't he? A force of nature. I think he dropped the ball at one point in the semi final against Monaghan, yeah, and there was there was utter shock because he never does it. it. Could have been a spin on the ball, yeah. But when I was going to the training session in Davis, I was there with Steve. I had the boost on behind the goal, kicking the balls back to him. Hours and hours, dedication. You only get out what you put into him. But he's his own man, he's a quiet man. But he's a great man to have back in the dress room because there's, I know James is captain, but there's plenty of leadership come from Cluxton, you know. Mm. He's been there, he came back. What I would have loved to see was James and Mick Fitz and Cluxton getting 10 equal Shetland's record, but they missed the last two semi points, so please God. I have a man I made up this year and on one side it says it was great to get the eight and it was time to get the nine. <laughs> well, hopefully for your sake, Jerry, it happens. Uh, it'll be You have the banner ready to go and rare. And ready to go, yeah. Listen, yeah, yeah. Jerry, Dublin Jerry, uh, enjoy the match. Try and enjoy the match as much as you can. I know it's nervy when your county is involved, I'd imagine, in, in an All-Ireland final, but uh, try and enjoy the game as best you can. I will indeed, yeah. Bar no injuries now. I don't know whether Sean Bugler will be fit or not, but anyway, listen, we put out the best team we can. Desi's a great man. I mean, Desi, he, he never equal for Jim. Jim was fantastic. That will never be equal. That's a one-off, you know. But Desi, he, was, he came back in 12 after being beaten the minor last kick of the game to win it in 2-12. He was 221s, and he's one in his pocket senior. So this is gone for his second senior. So he never filled Jim's shoes. Nobody will, but he's doing a great job. And the highest respect for him and his backroom staff. And the best to look to all the people involved on Sunday. Brilliant stuff, Jerry. Thanks a million. Great stuff.